God bless. Welcome to the podcast, The Way to Heaven, a new episode. Amen. Uh, episode 7 of uh, uh, season 2 of The Way to Heaven. Amen. Thank God, you know, we we, we keep doing episodes, you know. We keep doing episodes. And today is a, is a, we have a special guest. Again, coming coming back, our brother Ulysses. Right? Amen. Brother Ulysses, want to say something to the audience? Hi, just uh, thank you. Uh, well, first, of course, uh, thank you to Ruben for, for having me on again. Um, again, my name is Ulises Infante. I uh, currently live in Efreda, um, and uh, but I serve in a church in Quincy, which is just a town that's like maybe 15, 16 miles away. Uh, I've been serving in church, uh, different aspects of ministry for close to 15 years. And uh, yeah, this is my second time being on, so, so just thank you for having me on again. Amen. Yeah, and it's been like, what, two months already? Since uh, the last the 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 New Year's the New Year's Eve special that we had, Amen. Right, right, yeah. The New Year's Eve special was was the last time I was on. Yeah, it was a blessing to have uh, you two on the episode. Actually, you know, just talk about our goals, you know, our, the the victories that we had. You know, but, but today, you know, today the topic of, of this episode, Amen, uh, is there is only one way to heaven. You know, and, and don't let anybody other anybody tell you otherwise, amen. Because you know, Jesus says that there's only one way to heaven. You know, uh, recently, you know, I think in January, uh, this video came out about uh, Steve Harvey. I don't know if you guys have seen it. You know, and and this man claims that there are many other ways to go to heaven. There's not just one way. That there's a bunch of ways to go to heaven, which which is clearly uh, not true. Amen. The Bible is totally against that, you know. What this man is saying is anti-biblical. Amen. Because uh, if you guys see in John, and I want to base this a message, this topic, amen, on John chapter 14, verse 6, where it says, if you guys can open your Bibles to John 14, verse 6, it says, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, this last part, you know, where, where Jesus says, no one comes to the Father. Nobody goes to the Father except through me. I mean, there's no other way. You got to accept Jesus as, as Jesus as your Savior, as your Savior, amen? And and your Lord, amen? Or else you can't go, you can't go to heaven. You can't go to God. I mean, any comments, Mr. Uh, brother, sorry, Brother Ulises? That's oh, all right. Uh, yeah, so a few things that I kind of was thinking about when you when you gave this topic. I mean, it's so, we, there's so much we can go into on this. Uh, we can do such a deep di deep dive. And I just kind of wanted to start off first with, with just a little bit of a brief kind of summary of what, what exactly we're believing, because it's true, this this idea, and it's, it's become, and you've mentioned it, um, and we'll probably get to it a little bit later on. Also, you've mentioned it in several of your your episodes, your newer episodes, too, um, this progressive Christianity, right? Amen. Um, and this idea that that has that has invaded a lot of churches that that they're that it's okay to do certain things, to to think a certain way, to to ignore certain parts of the Bible. And I think it's really important that we get into what we believe about Scripture. Second um, Timothy three sixteen, Paul says, and I'm reading from uh, the ESV English Standard Version says, "All Scripture is breathed out by God 
and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So you have to take that that really important note that it's all scripture, not some scripture, not part of the scripture, not just the Old Testament, not just the New Testament. It's not just the parts that we agree with, right? Um, like you've mentioned so much before, people take just little pieces of what they agree with and they're just going to run with it and ignore everything else. It's not just the parts that fit into what our lives are like right now. It's all scripture. So we have to really ask ourselves, you know, do I read my Bible regularly? Do I study my Bible? Do I spend time searching God's word for wisdom? Do I spend time searching God's word for correction in my life? That's a hard one. Sometimes we, we just like to read to find things that support our arguments, but maybe there's going to be something in there that's going to call us out. You know, that's what reproof is. That what, that's what correction is. And, um, you know, are we just thinking that we know enough? I think a lot of people in church today think they just know enough. I don't need to read it between Sundays. Just when my pastor reads it to me or when my youth leader reads it to me, that that's enough, right? So uh -huh. if all scripture is breathed out by God, then we know that God doesn't lie. All scripture is true and all of it leads to truth. And uh, that's really a kind of a, a big question that we all ask is what is truth, right? And um, just a couple things that I just want to throw out there uh, about the Bible to understand just how amazing it is. So the Bible, is, we know, is made up of 66 books, but it was written in different languages over almost 1,500 years. It was written by over 40 men in three different continents, uh, Asia, Europe, and, uh, and Africa. And these, these men, these humans, were totally different. Some were fishermen, some were shepherds, some were military men, some were kings. There was a royal cupbearer. There was a doctor. Luke is known as a physician. So he was a doctor. There was a tax collector. And these guys wrote from all different places. Some of them wrote while in prison. Others wrote while they were in a palace and ruling over a giant kingdom. But even though these men wrote about a lot of different topics, there was one central theme, right? That's the way to heaven, the one way. Amen. The central theme through all of it is the sinfulness of man, right? There's sin in us that separates us from our creator, from God. And it uh, talks about the fact that we can't fix that problem. We can't make ourselves go to heaven, right? Um, and so the answer that they also talk about is the Messiah. There is a Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is found from Genesis to Revelation. You won't find uh, the, anything deviating from, from this subject. So all of this already is hard to believe, but there's so many prophecies, right? Uh, you mentioned, you know, you love like the book of Daniel and things like that, right? Amen. Um, yeah. You know, but throughout like Daniel, Isaiah, Psalms, there's tons, over 300 prophecies. Most people agree that are all talking about Jesus and Jesus came and fulfilled each one of them. And uh, back in like the 1950s, I think there was a professor that took a bunch of students and they decided, OK, uh, let's see what the chances are of, of one man fulfilling all of these. So they took just eight of them. And they took eight prophecies, and I won't take the time to list out the eight, but if somebody wants them, they can reach out to you. We can send those to them. But And they found that, it, that the chances of one man fulfilling all eight prophecies would be one in a, a hundred million billion. That's one with, uh, with 17 zeros after it. 
So if, the, the chances of one man, I mean, that's crazy. And then they, did, they just didn't stop there. They went to 16 prophecies. And the chances of one man fulfilling just 16 of the prophecies made of Jesus is 1 in 10 to the 45th power, which is 1 with 45 zeros after it. I mean, that's, that's insane. Mm-hmm. And so now to think about it, you know, they went even further. They did 48 prophecies, and that's 1 in 10 to the 157th power. That's one with 157 zeros after it. And Jesus fulfilled every single one of it, every single one of the prophecies. And then we get to what you read, right? That Jesus says uh, first in John 5, 39, he says, you search the scriptures because you think in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. He's saying the Bible is talking about me from the very beginning, from Genesis all the way through all the prophets in the Old Testament. They're talking about me. And where you got to John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. For anybody to say that uh, that there is another way to God, there's another way to heaven, is, is a complete lie. I mean, honestly, we can't, we can't sugarcoat it like you say. You know, we need to be honest about what's going on here. No one else in the history of religion has made this kind of statement. All other religions say you need to, you know, I can, you can come and I'll help you get fixed, or you need to fix yourself up first. Jesus says you need to just come because I'm the way, I'm the truth, I'm the life. I know that's a lot to throw out there right away. It is, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, in there. I have some uh, some comments you know, to add to uh, what you said, you know, and it's not about this this man, you know, that that wrote the Bible, amen. And let's not forget that these men were inspired by God, by the Holy Spirit. Amen. These men were inspired. Amen. So there was something different, something radical with with these men. Amen. That God changed them. You know, uh, people say, there's some people that say, you know, the Bible is just written by, by men. Right? There's nothing special about it. It's just written by men. And I'm like, if it's written by men, if, if men wrote the Bible just you know, by themselves, you know, why does it go against every single you know manly manly desire that they have why does it go against it you know it's something to think about you know just to think about it uh, that you know in the bible it talks about talks against manly desires and it talks about against you know sexual you know uh sexual desires you know against it you know uh to have sex out of marriage you know or or adultery you know uh, uh, a lot of stuff you know pornos etc you know, it even it even talks about you know drugs. Or like if it's the Bible says, you know, don't spend your money on what is not food. And man, and I kinda wanna talk about this you know for a little bit, you know. I'm gonna get a little bit aside, you know, just talk about this a little bit, you know. And then it says, says it says, do not waste your money on what is not food. You know, some people say, Okay, I use weed. Why? Because it helps help me relax. It makes me feel relaxed when when I smoke weed, you know, when I do weed. It, it makes me feel relaxed. Amen. And you know, honestly, uh, when when you do these, you know, these uh, substances, amen, amen, uh, your soul is going to this diabolical dimension. I don't know if you guys knew that. You know, it's, it's crazy. You know, um, probably not not your body, but your soul does travel to this diabolical, this demonic dimension, where uh, the thing that's comforting you are demons, amen. And, and you may ask. Okay, how are demons comforting me? You know, aren't demons the bad guys? Oh yeah, that's how the devil works. He makes you think that the world, 
everything from the world is good. Amen. He'll make you think that it's good. Amen. But also, I mean, I've heard of people, you know, testimonies, people that say that when they, they do those substances, substances, amen, that they also see these uh, scary, you know, creatures and, and, and stuff, you know. And I'm like, yeah, that's, those are demons, amen. Those are diabolical creatures that show up, you know. You're entering into this uh, diabolical dimension. Amen. And also, if you're with God, amen, if you're a child of God, why do you seek uh, comfort from somewhere else? Your comfort has to, be, has to be from God. Has to be from God. Nowhere else. Your comfort, you have to seek your comfort in God. Amen. I was talking to a friend, to a classmate of mine, a classmate in, uh, on Monday. She was telling me, she was like, oh, there's, there's this pill, you know, and I'm not going to take it. I'm going to take it until like I'm, I'm like 40, she said. You know, and she was telling me that that it's like this pill that you take, and it shows you your, it shows you your biggest fears, amen. And I'm like, yeah, that's clearly diabolical, you know. <laughs> like I'm not gonna do that, you know, you know. And and honestly, I mean, it's just it's just crazy how people are deceived by this, you know. And I'm like, do I really want to see my fears, you know? <laughs> I mean, like I want to overcome them, you know. I don't want to see them, you know. So I mean, it's just, it's just crazy how the devil works, you know, and how. People are deceived, are deceived in this world, especially, you know, the youth. You know, the youth are, are somewhat, you know, they are deceived, you know, quite easily. You know, because, you know, oh, they're doing it, my friends are doing it, so maybe I should be doing it, you know. And that, that, that's the thing, you know, I've talked about the uh, last week on the episode. I said that, you know, we seek the world's approval. We seek to be approved by the world. Amen. And honestly, we should be different from the world. Because the Bible says that we will be hated by them. So why seek their approval? Amen? Why? Do, do, we look, do we look for fame? Do we seek fame? Do we seek power? Amen? Because uh, we, 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 have we seen that throughout history, what humanity wants, what the number one goal of humanity is power. Power and, and science. And, and, and just, you know, knowing everything. You know, I've talked about this, about talked about this before. You know about how how much technology we have in the nowadays. You know the technology that we have now. About you know, well, in the eighties we had a Walkman, and we had those those headphones with with the tape. You know, and then we, we moved on to you know, MP3s, MP4s. You know, uh, and you know, those, those uh little what were they called? They were called uh, I forgot the name. That, they were by Apple. I forgot the the iPods. iPods, yeah, the iPods. You know, they came out too. You know, and the way you know we have headphones now, we, we now have you know Bluetooth, you know wireless headphones. You know, where we used we don't use any wires you know, anymore. So like technology has advanced you know so much. Where I'm like, why haven't we discovered can, uh, the cure to cancer? Why haven't we cured cancer or AIDS at this point? You know, by how much technology? We have. Why haven't we, we found yet a cure to the to the virus of coronavirus? You know, because we have a vaccine, right? We have a vaccine, but they still want us to wear a mask. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, so like, what's the whole point of, of the vaccine? You know, what's the whole point of, of getting uh the 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 vaccine for the for the virus? Amen. I'm like, see, this is how God shows that He is the true, you know, ruler. He's, he's the true God. 
because he gives us the the science, you know, the 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 technology, you know, to to know discover things, you know. But he also blocks our minds from discovering something else, you know, discovering these cures, the um, immortality. I'm like, why aren't we immortals yet? You know, like like the technology that we have is so we could be immortals now, you know, but we don't. Amen. So we, we got to think about that, you know, brother. Yeah. Jesus, you, you mentioned so much in there that um, first, you know, yeah, people arguing like, oh, of course, you know, the Bible was written by men. Well, uh, my pastor always says, well, until like, yes, that's right. Until today, I've never seen a cow write, you know. Yes, of course, a man wrote it, but it was inspired by God. You know, they, they wrote down as God was speaking through them, you know. And and you, you said it was so wise and so true. Um, you know, if, if it was just about men. And sharing their ideas about God, why does it go against everything that a man wants? You know, humans, we want pleasure. We want like what's going to please us now. We want, you know, the money, the power, the, you know, all of that. And the Bible goes completely against that. It says, you know, whoever loses their life will find it. You know, we have like, there's so much sacrifice. And, and if it were just man writing it, it would make no sense. Um, and then going also into what you mentioned kind of about. You know, people using uh, substances uh, to try to relax. I, I totally agree with that last part. How you kind of wrap that up, saying, um, you know, why do you need why do you need those things to to you know if, if somebody's saying like oh after a long day you know um, smoking or drinking or taking something is what's got helps me kind of unwind. Uh, isn't God supposed to be our rest? Isn't God and Jesus aren't aren't we supposed to find? Our rest in them. Why are we seeking it in something of this world? And uh, Jesus says in Matthew eleven, <clears throat> excuse me, in Matthew eleven twenty eight, he says, "Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest." You're ignoring Jesus' words when you're trying to find rest and relaxation and comfort and all of these other things. Um, and and I agree, uh, young people and adults, but. It's easy to, to be distracted because that desire to be approved, that desire to be liked, it doesn't go away. Trust me, I'm, I'm 30 years old and, and I still struggle with that. It's hard. It's, it's hard. You want to be liked, you know, but, but it's, it's not something that you have to be careful. You have to be careful when, when you're sacrificing your beliefs, your convictions for the benefit of the people that are around you. A friend of mine once told me, and I, I really stuck with me, and he said, you know, uh, your conviction or, or your, um, the way you, you live your life, if it convicts somebody else, that's not your problem. If the fact that you don't say bad words makes your friends feel bad when they're saying bad words around you, that's not your fault. That's their conviction that they feel. And you get that a lot, right? I'm sure you've probably experienced with friends, they'll, they'll say a bad word and, and they know you're Christian. And they're like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's not my fault. Don't apologize to me that you feel bad for saying bad words around me. Like, like that's not my fault that that they have that conviction because they're in our presence, right? Um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of great points. You know, what's crazy is that you know we sometimes apologize to the man when we're actually supposed to apologize to God. You know, because we're like, okay, we're, we're we do stuff that we shouldn't do. You know, when people aren't seeing us. You know, but, you know, there's actually one person that actually sees us, actually, the whole time. He sees what we do, 
And, you know, we just, oh, this is crazy, you know, how we just, how uh, far away we are from God. Some people are from God. That we don't really care what God thinks about us, but we think that we, we do care what people think about us. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy, you know. And, you know, you said before, amen, that people say, you know, that they read the Bible only on Sundays, you know, when the, when the, pre- when the pastor, when the preacher, you know, he, he preaches, you know, the, the, the word. Amen. And that's when you read the, when you read the Bible. And now one thing that they, they told me a lot, you know, and I've heard a lot, you know, in, in, in churches when they say, think about it, you know, think about it when you eat, you know. If you only eat once a week, you're gonna be weak, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be, you know, you're not, you're not gonna have any strength to go throughout your day. You know, and just imagine that as, as your soul. You know, your soul feeds on, on, on the Bible. Right? The Bible, you know, it gives you like conviction, it, it, you, you're feeling the Holy Spirit, amen, in you. You're feeding your soul, amen. And if you only feed it, you know, once a week, you know, how, you know, how weak is your, is your, uh, is your soul? I mean, how, how weak is, is your, is your conviction, your, 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 uh, people, people are vulnerable when it comes to temptations, when, when it comes to, you know, hard times, you know, they are vulnerable. Why? They are vulnerable because we don't read the Bible. We don't pray. You know, prayer is is, is a key. Is is key to to Christianity. You can't call yourself Christian if you don't pray. You know, I'm gonna be fully honest right here. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna throw that out there. You know, if you don't pray, you're not Christian. If you don't read the Bible, you're not Christian. Don't call yourself Christian. You know, nowadays anybody can be Christian. Oh yeah, I'm Christian. Oh, you're Christian. You know, everybody else is Christian. You know, everybody is Christian. You know, Christianity is for everybody. You know, everybody is Christian. No. Read your Bible, pray, and then call yourself a Christian. Call yourself a real child of God. Amen. Or else don't don't don't. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I think uh, this this idea of Christianity has just become a, a status on your social media. You know, it's just like a line in your bio on Instagram, or you know, a little status on your Facebook page, or whatever it is, a hashtag, that's what people do is I'm a Christian just because I, I, you know, I went to church once and said a prayer uh, or I go to church every Sunday and and it's, we have to be careful with that kind of belief. Yeah. If you're not that, that praying and that reading scripture is so fundamental in a Christian life. And, and if you're constantly struggling with sin and really, if I can speak directly to you listener right now, if you're regularly falling into that same sin, that cycle of sin, over and over and over again I, w- I would question that's the first question i would want to ask you is how much really praying and how much be really studying the scripture so many of us right how many of us have prayed and been like god just speak to me just i, I want to hear your voice i want to you know i want to hear something from you uh but if you're not spending time in his word his word this is this is god speaking to you then then what are you waiting for too many of us are waiting for a prophet right to come into our church on sunday and and call us out directly and say, God is telling you this, this, and that. God has already revealed all so much of himself uh, and his glory in his word. And if we're not if we're not reading that stuff, then, then what are you waiting for? You're, you're just trusting what your pastors are saying or your preachers are saying on Sundays and, and the videos that you're watching on YouTube or on social media. And that's not that's no way to live a Christian life. You need to be diving in and having that relationship with God. And uh, like you were saying, you know, Christianity is for everybody. And, and that's where we're getting these ideas that 
that like all religion is the same. You know, there's this idea that that people are trying to try, try to throw out there. It doesn't really matter what you believe. It, it all kind of goes into the same thing. And and it's true. Some religions might have some differences, or some uh, there's some differences. But in the end, they teach the same thing. That's just completely wrong. Uh, there might be some similarities, but this claim by Jesus saying that he is the way, that he is the truth, that he is the life is what completely separates Christianity from any other religion. Other religions will say, uh, and their teachers of those religions will say, you know, follow me and I'm going to teach you how to find truth. Jesus says, I am the truth. Other mm-hmm. religions will, will they'll tell you, you know, you follow me and I'll teach you how to find enlightenment. Jesus says, I am the light. And other religions will tell you, you know, your teachers will say, come follow me and I'm going to teach you how to find the door, the different doors to God. Jesus says, I am the way to God. I am the only door to God. And so, you know, people like to, to say, uh, to try and say that Christianity can work with their other religions. I don't know if you've seen those bumper stickers that coexist and each letter like a different symbol from a different religion. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's just not possible. You just, we can't do that. Unfortunately, all other religions try to fix you first so that you can reach God. And Jesus is God reaching out to us. Uh, because there's nothing that we can do that fixes the problem of our sinful nature. And uh, uh, something that uh, Lee Strobel said, uh, he says, other religions are spelled D-O, but Christianity is spelled D-O-N-E. Because Jesus on the cross, he said, it's finished. And we just need to receive that sacrifice. We need to receive what he already did. Um, you know, so this idea that Christianity is like other religions is just it's, it's a complete lie. Uh, you, there's really a misunderstanding there of what we believe as Christians and and what other religions are teaching. And if we kind of come back to that video, if anybody ever goes and watches that video that you mentioned with Steve Harvey, um, he's particularly I think the video is kind of focused on Islam, and uh, Islam completely denies that Jesus was the Son of God doesn't believe it. it believes Jesus existed and he was a good prophet and a good teacher, but it doesn't believe that Jesus was the son of God. And Islam also denies that God's a father. So how can you tell me that, that that religion is the same, that will lead to the same God, the same heaven as Jesus will? It's only Jesus. And Jesus is the only one who ever claims to be perfect enough uh, to be the, the, the perfect sacrifice for our sin. No other religion will do that. Uh, they don't even come close to that. And it makes sense. That Jesus died and he resurrected after three days. Uh, I'm sure that people that argue, like you've said, you know, oh, well, uh, you know, the Bible is just written by men. The same argument could be made. Well, like, what if the whole thing about Jesus was just made up? Like, if you think about it, most of the disciples were killed because of what they believed in. How many people would really die for a lie? You think at the very end, Stephen was the first martyr, right? In Acts, I want to say chapter 7. Um, Stephen is stoned to death because of what he believes about Jesus. You think that while you're being stoned to death for your belief, you would probably be like, you know what, never mind, it's all made up. But he didn't say that. Uh, you won't find that anywhere. Um, so Jesus is really the only way, and it doesn't make sense that God would, would tell like one group, oh, this is the religion, this is the way to God, and then go to another part of the world and tell them, oh, this is the religion, this is the way to God. And then another group, oh, forget all of that. This is the, the right religion. This is the way to God. Anyone who tells you that, that all religions are right, 
what you're saying then is that Jesus is a liar. By telling people that, oh, it doesn't matter what you believe, they all lead to heaven, they all lead to God, you're saying that Jesus was lying when he said, I am the only way to God. I think we have to be really careful with that. Yeah. I mean, we're also get, well, we're getting to the half hour mark here. So we're going to go to a little pause, you know, and when we come back, we're going to talk about how this, you know, sets up the whole Antichrist scenario. We'll talk about it, you know, because this actually does set up the Antichrist, you know, with, with everybody, you know, uh, saying that there's only one religion, you know, that there is all there is multiple ways to go to heaven. So we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. So uh, stay in, you know, just this, this, this like a little 14 second, you know, uh, pause in there, you know, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back, you know, and you know, I want to talk. I want to talk real quick about this, you know, because we have to uh, end this uh, episode soon, right? It's another than I thought. So, how does this set up to the Antichrist? You know, and this whole thing, right, man, where we see that uh, people are saying that there's basically we have the same religion, basically we have the same thoughts, you know, just different ways of different point of views. I mean, and this uh, shows how the the Antichrist is going to do a one nation, a one nation world, you know, it's just one world with, with one nation, one belief, and, and uh, one single currency, right? Where it's going to be probably a dollar, you know, dollars or euros or pesos. However, the, cur- the currency is going to be, it's, it's going to be just one currency in the whole world. Amen. So we see this going on that, that now people are, you know, Changing the world, you know, the, the, the word of God. I don't know if you heard uh, early in January when, when the, the guy in the Congress, he said, a man and a woman. You know, to this day, you know, it's still funny. You know, like, I find it disrespectful to, you know, to God. When, 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 I, when I, find, I find it disrespectful to God, you know, and I get serious about it, you know, but just hearing how this man actually said it, I'm like, yeah, this guy knows nothing about the Bible. He just said a man and a woman. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I don't know, like. We see you now how this country was founded with the Bible. Amen. It was founded, right? Their founding fathers, they, they used the Bible, you know, to make these laws and the constitution. Amen. It is a nation under God. It even says on, on, the, on the Pledge of Allegiance. Amen. And on the, on the dollar bill, it says, in God we trust. Amen. And, and we, we, we've seen how throughout history, uh, the USA, amen, America has just departed from God now. It just went away. We, we've been too liberal. Paganism, amen. We, we just have this liberalism in this uh, in this country. Where I saw a comment, and I'm like, it could be true. Uh, and this comment said in, in, in the video, and I saw a comment that said, at this point, I believe that the Antichrist is going to be transgender. And honestly, he could be transgender. You know, so he could be accepted by the world. You just imagine how, how much popularity people gain when they when they come out of the the closet, amen. When they say, "Oh, I'm gay. Oh, I'm lesbian. I'm this. I'm that. I'm bi." You know, and at this point, I'm like, it could be true. The Antichrist could be transgender. You know, because the Bible says it's a man, amen, and, and it just says that. So a transgender is basically a man that pretends to be a woman, amen. 
And I know maybe maybe this this episode is gonna be you know uh, censored, you know, because <laughs> I mean not censored, but like you know hidden because people don't want to you know the media doesn't doesn't want us to talk about you know against LGBTQ, especially with the Equality Act that came out a few days ago. I think two, two days ago, wasn't it? The Equality Act, where, where this it just shows how this country has just departed, has just changed from from its from its roots, how it used to be. You know, people people say that how the U.S. used to be it was racist. You know, people, I, I've heard the the I don't know if you heard about the creator of VeggieTales. You know, I don't know if you know who uh, what VeggieTales is. VeggieTales is a, it's a cartoon. So the creator of VeggieTales, he said that fundamentalists, fundamentalists are racist. You know, and I'm like, okay, so does, does that mean that I'm racist? <laughs> does that mean that I'm racist? Because I'm also, I'm, I'm a fundamentalist, you know? And if you guys that don't know what a fundamentalist is, a fundamentalist is, you know, that you believe in the Bible 100%. That, that, you, that your faith is founded on the Bible. 100%. And that, that's my thought, you know? That, that's my thought. And I'm going to do this real quick. You know, I have this lighter with me right now. You, can, you, guys, you guys can't see it, you know, but you, um, I'm telling you guys right now, I have a lighter in my hand. You know, it's only one way to go on. All right. And if you don't believe that, you know, get a lighter and put your hand on top of it and see for how long you can keep your hand on the lighter. It burns, amen. I just turned it on and I kept it for like, what, five, ten seconds, amen, on the lighter. So now imagine that fire on my hand. For 10 seconds, you know, it, it, it burnt, you know? So now, imagine your whole body burning in, in, in that lake of sulfur that the Bible talks about. And man, you want, you want to live a life of, of, of liberty, of, of just pure liberalism, of pure paganism, you want to live that life? Go ahead. And now, who am I to stop you? Amen? But I'm also going to tell you that there are consequences. People are like, oh, I wanna, I wanna go to the world. I wanna, I wanna live la vida loca, you know, the crazy life, the crazy lifestyle, amen. And I'm like, what guarantees you that you're gonna come back from that crazy lifestyle? You know, the 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 Lot's wife, when when uh, the angels came to destroy the city, the angels told Lot and his family, do not look back. And what did this, what did this, this uh, woman do? She looked back. And what happened? She turned into a, a, a statue. She did. And I'm like, let, let that not be us. Because what if we turn back? What if we go to the world and we turn into statues? Not literally, you know? No, not, not literally speaking, you know, figuratively. Amen? Uh, we turn into statues. And we never come back. You know, what guarantees you that you're going to be alive tomorrow? You're going to be alive. Amen? We're going to tease you. Nobody. So we got to live our lives with God. Or else, sadly, we're going to burn in the lake of sulfur, a fire. And and it's only pure torture. And man, I know it's 47, so it's uh, 947. I mean, you guys are going to be listening to whichever time you're going to be listening to the podcast. But right now, you know, it's 947. So I'm going to do uh, Brother Ulises any final thoughts before we, we close this episode? before we finish it yeah so what you were saying i think is very true i think that the way that people are manipulating um scripture and manipulating christianity really opens the door for a lot of lies 
and you know it's it's drawing people into believing that they're going to be saved when they're not i think that's that's really what's what's really sad and what's really dangerous about everything that's going on it's this idea that people think like because they they went to church on sunday or because they they said a prayer on an altar one sunday or they repeated after a preacher one sunday they think that that just guarantees them but we have to understand that that the call of Jesus is, is, is not just to, to come and, and say a prayer and, and you're done with it. There, there's a process of being sanctified. Um, there's a process of now having to live a holy life, like you mentioned at the very beginning of this episode. Um, is Jesus really your savior? And that's just, that's just one aspect of it. Because then you mentioned, okay, yes, he saves the act that's performed. But follows it. You you mentioned it. You said, "Is he your Lord?" And for a lot of us, sometimes that word "Lord" doesn't doesn't translate so well because we don't have kings and queens anymore, right? We don't mm-hmm. have a kingdom. We have a president, and uh, and what that means is, Lord, is that we're submitting to him and doing what he says in his word. And it all kind of you mentioned this a couple episodes ago. How all the episodes kind of connect and 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 mesh together in one way or another and it's because that's the way the bible is it's it's hard to separate one aspect of christianity from another and so you know talking about jesus as our lord goes back to reading our bible because he says you know if if i'm your lord then you're going to do uh what i say if i really am not just your savior the save the salvation is the act but now I'm your Lord. So now you have to go back and are you doing what the Bible tells you to do? Are you living the way the Bible tells you to live? And we really have to ask ourselves those, those tough questions of is what I believe in line with what the Bible is teaching us? And if it's not, what am I going to do to, to correct that path? Um, but there's so much, I mean, there, and I'm glad I'm so happy that, that you're, moving forward with this podcast because there's so much out there. I think so many of us um, need that encouragement, need that help in understanding what the Bible is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just thank you for giving me the chance to, to come on again and, and just share a little bit about this. No, yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, being on the episode today. Amen. And God bless you. And I know you got to go somewhere, so I'll let you go. I'll probably do like a few more minutes of this episode and, uh, and just close it, you know, because I'm probably still talking about some stuff. But, you know, thank you. God bless. And uh, have a good luck with your appointments. Amen. Uh, thank you. God bless you. Right, God bless. All right. So, going on. Amen. People, you know, Jezebel is alive and well. Like I said, a few episodes back. Amen. Jezebel is alive and well. And and the way with the way she's, she deceives, you know, people. You know, I'm not talking about her, you know, literally her, you know, because she she did die, amen? And she, she did die. She got killed, actually. Amen? But what she stood for, her legacy, is still alive. Amen? And how people are easily deceived by, by, by you know, oh, God did this, God did that. I don't know if I mentioned this before. But somebody told me that that uh, God had a tattoo. I don't know if I already said this in the in the, in the, episode, in the in the previous episode, but yeah, somebody said that God has a tattoo, and I'm like, how is that <laughs> how is that possible? You know, and that, that that ain't true. You know, show me in the Bible. If you show me the Bible, I'll I'll believe you. But I read the Bible, you know, the whole Bible already, 
and nowhere I see where it says God has a tattoo in him. Nowhere. Amen. So, don't be deceived. Amen. We are in the end times. We are. So, we gotta we gotta get God's armor on us and be be prepared for what's to come. Amen. There's nothing to to play around, mess around. There's no, there's no time to to pretend that you're Christian, pretend that, that you're this or that. Now it's time to get straight with God. Amen. Live a life of holiness. You guys are not aware of the danger that, that we see nowadays. Amen. That that how how the the, the uh, chaos that's in, the, in this world has full, has overfilled this world. The chaos, sin has overfilled this world. At, at a point where I'm like, the prophecies of the of the Bible of of uh, what Jesus talks about are, are starting to to fulfill. Amen. We're seeing this, and you know, I'm talking about you know how uh, LGBTQ the community, you know how how they just got the equality and act, you know, and and all of this. Now I'm like, we have departed from God. It's time to go back to God, turn to God, you know, pray to Him, read your Bible. Amen. It's something to think about. You gotta think about it, you know. Not just and not just think about it. Just also do. Dude, I've heard people tell me I'm gonna maybe someday, someday I'll I'll get my things right. I'll I'll be right with God. But you can do it now. I mean, you can do it today. Why not today? Amen. God has given you a chance today, right now. We're gonna teach you that tomorrow you're gonna have the same opportunity that you had today. We're gonna teach you that you're gonna have the same opportunity two hours later, one hour later. Who 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 guarantees you you're gonna be alive in thirty minutes? Who guarantees you that? Amen. Life comes and goes. Life, one day you're here, the next day you're not. Cherish those moments, those moments with God. When you're at church, you those those two hours and a half, however long the, the service is, cherish that moment. Take those three hours, perhaps, probably two hours and a half. Take those whatever, however long it takes. The, the service takes be there and give those moments to God if you only have a church on Sundays it's only one day a week amen give that moment to God amen we, we, we give so little to God God gives God gives us all that we need amen you you woke up today you're alive you got to see the 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 sun. You got to see the, the you got to see the the light of the sun. You got to, you got to see. You you got to walk if you can walk. I mean, you have you're alive. You have a roof under your head. Food on your table. You gotta be grateful for that. You gotta be grateful for what for what God does for you. Amen. Sometimes we, we are so negative, where we only see the negative stuff that happens in, in our lives. You know, we see, oh, why does why does God bring why does God bring this uh moment of 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 uh problems to me? Why do I have this much temptation? If God is so good, why does this happen to me? No, we're so negative, 
as, as human beings, we, we, we are so negative. And we need to be more positive about it, you know, more positive about love, more positive about, more positive about God. And man, positive about, oh, I woke up today. I have food on my table. I get to do this. I get to do that. Amen. People say, you know, have you thought about life is short? Have you thought about how life is short? Yeah. How, how, have you also thought about how eternity, how long eternity is? How do you want to spend eternity? Do you want to spend eternity in the lake of sulfur or do you want to spend eternity with God? You have a choice to make. Amen. Based on your choices, based on, on, on your decisions. Is where you is where you will end up. You will probably end up in, in, a, in the lake of sulfur, the lake of fire, or with God. Amen. Doesn't matter what you did yesterday. Doesn't matter what you did a few months ago. Your past life. If you see God right now, He can forgive you. He has. He loves you so much. He has forgiven you. Just seek Him. Repent. Repent is a word that the world hates. This word, this word, repent. Nobody wants to repent. We we love to be in the world. We love to to do stuff that are anti-biblical. Amen. Pardon my my uh, my conviction level right now. Right now, I have a lot of conviction. Amen. A lot, a lot of you know. Yeah. We have to seek God. Amen. This has been my message for. Today, for, for Sunday, when it comes out. Whichever day you listen to this, to this episode, whichever day you tune in. Think about this. Is your life with God a connection of 5G? Amen. Something, it's something to think about. Amen. So, this, this has been my message for today. Amen. For this episode, I hope this this uh, message was uh, a blessing for your soul. Amen, and for your life. Amen. My name is Ruben, and this is the Word of Heaven. God bless.